justice, forgiveness, true ideals of the human experience, or are they? In this fluctuating world of hurt, confusion, friends, and enemies, can we ever hope to wrap our heads around these noblest of truths? Welcome to Cafe Discourse, where nothing on the menu is sacred. I'm your host, the lovely and completely forgivable never-makes-a-mistake Christina. And I am the Hand of Justice, also known as Kristen. (laughs) So... Considering our heavy topic today, I thought I would just have to order something a little bit different than my usual rose hip. I went with ginger ale. Oh, nice. Diet. (laughs) Well, you have to maintain your figure. Which, dear listeners, I'm up to 129.5 pounds. That's protein shakes, let me tell you. Yeah, I got down to 119 pounds at one point. During the corona depression of mine. So I was like, oh my god, I'm I'm wasting away. So to be back up to 130, I'm like... Yay! Yeah, it's a victory! So to completely change topics there... you didn't tell us your beverage choice. We're at a cafe. Oh, my beverage choice is a very nice Belgian triple. Yeah. From a local... From a local brewery. Gotta support local business. So it's, I think we can safely say it has been a monster of a crazy last two weeks since, yeah. Indeed. Well, we were just talking about this week in general and what's been going on. We saw some shenanigans at the uh, Capitol building. We saw a banning of a public figure from a privately run website. And we've seen a whole lot of anger and rage and frustration and dismissals and calls for justice and calls for unity and forgiveness. And I feel like that is kind of the core of what prompted this topic. Am I right? You would be right. Dear listeners, we are diving into the very difficult conversation of justice and forgiveness. What role do they have in American society today? And what roles do they play in our lives personally? I'm going to go off and start with, I don't even consider them opposites. I don't consider them opposites either. I, I I think that they are two different things. And I don't think that forgiveness in any way diminishes the potential for justice and I don't think that the delivery of justice in any way reduces the ability of any given person to forgive I think that there is I think they are I think they are different issues but I do think that they have some connections where given a power differential in a relationship, they can they can become more blurry in their lines. I think maybe we need to start off with a working definition of the word justice and forgiveness before we get too far along. I'm a stickler for arguing semantics. I like to know exactly what anyone means when they say these words. So, do you want to start by giving us your definition of justice? Okay. 
So with justice, personally, justice, I feel like is uh, at its core balancing of scales. And I know that there's a lot of justice imagery that is centered around scales. And I feel like that's where a lot of that influence comes from. So to me, justice definitely comes from this balancing of scales. It's not personal. It's not emotional. It's calculated. It's a repaying of debt. It's a payment in kind for harms or a payment of an equal cost, whether it be time of life or money or whatever. Um, so justice is just a balancing. It is, it is karma. And I think a lot of people think of justice as, oh, people getting what they deserve. And like, oh, I want justice for my kid who was killed in a car accident. Or I want justice for, um, you know, whoever this harm was done against. Or, you know, that kind of thing. So I feel like there's, there's a lot of this idea about justice that's in me and culture at large existing outside of things and is used to level the playing field between people when harm's done. You know, justice for Breonna Taylor specifically as a hashtag having this very legal, like, hey, this person was shot and killed wrongfully and the people that were involved in that killing were not charged with crimes in in the way that any other person who shot and killed somebody would be. Like this call for justice, this call for a delivering of a verdict upon somebody. So just to make certain I'm understanding, you used, like you would equate justice to fairness, correct? Kind of bringing back balance. Yeah, I would say, uh, like, I would almost call justice an entity unto itself, like karma. I see it as in the same way, it's like, oh, there's this abstract concept of love. There's this abstract concept of justice. There's this abstract concept of truth. I know, I'm sorry. I'm a horrible person for not agreeing with your your deep, your deep thing. Though I absolutely adore that you view it like karma, and there's nothing wrong with that. And you, you do mean like, real karma correct not like what people are like you do something bad something bad happens to you it's more like a you put something bad into the universe therefore there is badness in the universe yes therefore justice comes along to try to balance that out and replace the evil in the universe with an essence of good in the universe correct yeah i feel like that that's a very very good understanding of of what i'm talking about okay so for me as i just said i i agree with what you're saying justice isn't personal and it isn't emotional. To me, it is a rational approach to achieve what a society or a group of people have deemed to be fair in the eyes of either their law or their moral or ethic standings. So I do think it changes. It's very fluid in what it can be in any given moment, and it depends on the situation what counts as justice, because at any one moment it can switch and change and still be fair depending on the moment. I absolutely agree with that. And I like I like that you're pointing that out because from what I've defined, justice is very one-sided, is very one-dimensional as far as like there is a right and there is a wrong and there is a justice and there is a failure of justice. Like I, I absolutely agree with you that there is a fluidity to what it looks like at any given moment in any given group and that there is a difference of what justice can mean based on 
laws and culture and even the mindset of the victim or the mindset of the perpetrator. Yeah. Or the mindset of those delivering justice. And how a person decides, like you said, what is justice. For me, I'm more of a hedonist. I'm after, you know, pain, pleasure, and more altruistic. I want a greater good for everybody. A greater good being a greater pleasure for the most people possible. So for me, a justice would be more what brings us all back to a place where there is more pleasure here than there is pain. And if there is an entity that's just doing nothing but causing pain, I could deem it just to remove that entity to continue the pleasure. So, I mean, and depending, other people definitely have different ideas of what constitutes justice. If you are a very religious person, it might be whatever you feel that your deity is telling you is right. That is a standard. We talked about concrete and abstract thinkers. It's kind of, you know, it's a black and white issue. If you always think that something is wrong, then the justice for it you probably think is also a set in stone kind of punishment, maybe, or a reward based on behavior. So it's, I think it's very fluid. It's hard for me to be like, this is justice without an example. But yeah, I would define it with you as it's being fair, bringing back a balance. Just for me, it's based on a group mentality of what a group would deem the most, quote, good, unquote, thing to happen. So then forgiveness, for me, forgiveness has, I have lots of influences in my life that have ex- have framed forgiveness the first and most jarring thing that pops into my mind when someone says forgiveness forgiveness is drinking poison and expecting someone else to die isn't that bitterness yeah no no no. it's associated with unforgiveness for me where if you refuse to forgive someone you're holding on to something that's gonna torture you and torment you and frustrate you and anger you and hurt you while the person that all of that pain is caused by is actually free to do whatever they want and doesn't actually have any effect on them by your feelings. And that the best thing to do psychologically and spiritually is to forgive so that you're not carrying that weight around you know, you have, it's basically acknowledging that you have zero power to get justice or to get revenge or to get what you want out of someone, whether it be an apology or a prison sentence. Forgiving them is accepting that you have no power in that situation and that you don't need to let the other person control and influence your decisions without them ever having to do anything. You know, you're you're not you're not letting that person or that situation live in your head rent free anymore. You're forgiving that and moving on from it. Um it does not mean and a lot of people always uh like in culture at large say, "Oh no, I can't forgive somebody because then the pain that I felt didn't mean anything." Uh or I can't forgive someone because um, if I forgive them, that means that what they did was okay. And it's, it's not like it's, it's saying that you're not going to live your life based off of what they did or didn't do or what you did or didn't get from it. I liked how you pointed out, it's like breaking the power somebody else has over you. 
And I would compare it to your idea of justice where you said it's not emotional, it's not personal. Forgiveness seems very relational, very personal. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay. So my definition of forgiveness, my dear listeners, is not as cheery nor as happy. <laughs> I'm afraid. Um, while I don't believe that it is necessarily wrong to exercise forgiveness, I find forgiveness to be the surest, fastest way to become a victim of things, to be damaged, to be hurt, and to forget life lessons you need. For me, I define forgiveness as letting something go without any debt being paid. Or better yet, I define forgiveness as releasing a debt without receiving any payment for it. So if a person, for instance, like we're saying, is seeking justice for like a family member, just like, oh, I forgive them. To practice ultimate forgiveness is to not seek justice it's not to seek anything you are just letting the whole moment go whatever they did to you whatever they took from you or whatever they owe you you're saying that's not owed me anymore which while that can be good like you said i, I love that definition of forgiveness where you're like oh i'm not letting what somebody else did you know own me like i'm not letting them have power over me i'm not going to stay angry i think forgiveness on an emotional level is nice, and you can practice it to a certain level. Somebody wronged me, and I'm choosing to let that go. But I think on a grander scale, to just say, I'm going to practice true forgiveness, first off, I don't think it's possible to do. Second, I don't think it's the healthy thing to do. Personally, I define it as letting go of all debt. No holds bar. It is an extreme. I don't care what was done to me, or what was taken from me, or what is owed me. I don't care anymore. I'm letting that go. I don't know if that is the proper self-care approach to some of the issues you may face in the world, but just like justice is kind of on a sliding scale for me, so is forgiveness. There are times where you can exercise more of it. There are times it's going to look a little bit different. There are times it might look very black and white, which I would call bad, more of a bad thing to exercise too much of. Not a good thing. Alexa, I don't disagree with you, though in your definition either. And I think, like you said, your upbringing, my upbringing was very much, you gotta forgive people, Christina. When someone wrongs you, you've gotta let it go, or that anger's gonna fester and become a bitter root inside of you, and you're gonna be a mad, angry person your whole life. And I'm like, okay. Well, I and I think there's definitely a, a value to creating a boundary, cutting someone out of your life, never speaking to the, get them again, but also letting go of the damage that they did like letting go of the hope of an apology letting go of the hope uh, that of justice that they'll get what's coming to them you know that they're like you can simultaneously protect yourself and also protect yourself from the further frustration and harm and pain of watching someone else get away with it by saying all right, I'm not going to care about whether or not they get what's coming, that they get that they get theirs. Like, I'm just going to let this be something that I don't hold so tightly to. And that can look like forgiving them. That can also look like I'm not going to hold on to the idea that justice needs to be served. I'm going to hold on to the idea that I need to be safer and be protected and not let this control or influence my further actions. Yeah. And I mean, there's also the very idea that maybe there's two different kinds of forgiveness that are being talked about. 
the emotional forgiveness versus the kind of forgiveness you'd expect alongside justice, like in a court. Like, we're not going to forgive your actions, but the person you wronged may forgive you emotionally and let that go and be like, look, I don't need you to say sorry, you know? I can still take you to court because you, you know, stole my car, but, I mean, I'm not going to cry because you didn't say you were sorry for stealing my car. I'm choosing to just let that go, you know? And those could be two different forms of forgiveness. To which I said, I agree with you emotionally. Yeah, you can forgive people, especially if that helps you heal and move on. But I also feel like if you are unable to emotionally forgive someone, and it's not driving you to become a bitter, horrible person, you're just like, no, I refuse to forgive that person until amends are made. If you're just like, I'm not going to hang out with that person, talk with that person, or have them in my life anymore, that's fine too. I'm not saying it's, it's wrong for you to have an angry emotion. Likewise, always forgiving people means, to me, eventually you are going to diminish justice. Because in order to actually bring what is fair into a situation, you're going to have to hold people accountable and make them pay back debts. You can't just forgive it on a, a law level or a physical level. Like, even if I emotionally forgive you, over here I can't. I kind of view forgiveness as an extreme. I'm letting all debt go. Which is, like I said, I don't think that's actually possible. Even people who emotionally forgive still seek some form of justice. But because you did emotionally let it go, you're not making them pay it back in full. Is there a way to give half forgiveness and half justice? And I think that falls in the realm of, like, giving someone mercy. Which I define as not making someone pay something back in full or give back to you in full. But you're also still seeking justice. And I put that juxtaposed to something like revenge, which I think we have to talk about with justice. While justice may be a good thing, quote-unquote good, when you take it too far, you're going to get revenge. You're like, I'm not seeking justice. You stole my car. So I want to steal your car and your dog, and I want to burn down your house and break your legs. Okay, <laughs> maybe you're not after justice. <laughs> I think definitely like the emotional element of justice uh versus revenge i think that there's definitely a, a an emotional component but i feel like justice is like wanting justice is wanting balance wanting an even equal repayment and revenge is wanting to inflict the same emotional pain upon somebody else that you experienced and so like oh if this person stole my car and because I didn't have a car, I ended up losing my job and losing custody of my kid and all it like, and my whole life fell apart at this moment. Stealing somebody else's, stealing the thieves car is not going to get you the revenge that you want because they're not going to have the same emotional trauma and frustration that you were caused by this of the harm that was done because you're trying to balance a scale that is subjective and only you as the person who experienced the harm hope when you're seeking revenge like you're the only one who's gonna say okay like now you've felt enough pain that I I feel that I've gotten my revenge when you don't yeah. know what somebody else is feeling <laughs> like I like that definition. That's really nice. In a way, it's like making it emotionally equal, you'd say? Yeah. Ooh. 
I like it, Kristen. I like the way your brain <laughs> thinks. Well, I mean, ah, that's just the way my brain works. Like, if, if justice is seeking a fairness in a physical realm, revenge is seeking it on an emotional level. And I don't have a better word other than mercy. I don't feel like it's the word I really want, but I don't have another word. If mercy is kind of on the physical level, hey, I'm not going to make you pay full back, whatever. Forgiveness would be on the emotional level of, yeah, I'm going to let this go. Yeah, I would say that the pairing should be justice and mercy and revenge and forgiveness, not justice and forgiveness. Like it should be justice is paired with mercy because I, um, and I'm not going to be able to give my, my un, uh, like I, I wrote this definition down for mercy and I felt like it was so well put that I'm not going to be able to just give you my reflections and thoughts. I'm just going to read this definition from the, uh, from Oxford languages on mercy and it is, this definition is compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. And so that, that mercy requires that you have the power to punish someone as opposed to forgiveness, which is not, you don't have the power to, to harm someone or to punish them unless you're going the revenge route or you're going through legal hoops or whatever it may be like it's a very different approach and so mercy requires that you have the power to punish someone before you can enact mercy upon them and so I don't know I really liked that definition and just how succinct it was and how it really emphasized that power dynamic that was required for mercy to be able to be distributed yeah I mean that's a great point and that I think we kind of touched on it a bit before when we said that this is kind of a fluctuating scale for all of these. But yeah, I mean, if I don't have the power to do anything to you, can I get justice, forgiveness, mercy, revenge at all? I mean, is your only option to forgive at that point? Because it's just going to make you feel powerless <laughs> if you don't. Yeah, just to be like, oh, I'll just forgive them. <laughs> Well, I, uh, I mean, so what is the takeaway from this? I mean, I'm not telling you, dear listener, if you need to have justice or forgiveness or that you're right and wrong in pursuing either. The real takeaway is I think we need to think a lot more about it. As you've said, we are entering this interesting part of American history where we could either be going into another civil war or we're going to go into trying to unify our country and combine two groups who have vastly different ideas. I think we really all need to think a lot more about what we actually want for our country. What is justice for it? And what is the right course of going about getting justice if we think that's the right thing to do. What does justice look like on a national scale? Because we could easily talk about like, oh, hey, an impeachment is a seeking of justice against an individual on a national level. But what does justice look like? What does social justice, what does justice look like on the wider scale and not on the individual relational scale. I am so glad you asked. Look, I have it written right here, everybody. Just read this paper. I'll hold it up to the microphone so you can see it. Okay, now that we've all read the answer, I think that clears up any questions we had. <laughs> you 
you didn't even hold it up towards the camera so that I might be able to see a blank piece of paper. You literally held it up to the microphone. I did. How else would our dear listeners see it? Gosh, man, come on, Kristen. It's not like they got cameras. They're not, they're, it's a podcast. Haven't we covered that, hun? It's a podcast, my dear. They can't see it. They gotta hear it. Listen. Yeah. Because I think that when we talk about justice and also the idea of revenge and forgiveness, I think it's important that justice on a national level, justice on a social scale that is not relational is always going to fall short for some people. And it's always going to be too much for other people where there are going to be some people who are going to think, oh, now now I have a debt to to this group because they did too much or like this, this didn't balance the scales well enough because of the harm that was done on a social level to a given people group. Now, again, while I said I think justice would be the correct approach, we haven't actually proven justice is the thing we should seek in this situation or any situation on a national level and go ahead yell at your speakers i can't hear you um (laughs) just as i said before forgiveness i don't think is actually obtainable in any sphere there's actually no way to completely forgive a debt without at least emotional scars being somewhere for somebody i don't think this concept of the true essence of justice is a real thing that can be achieved you're never actually going to hit true justice just like you're never going to hit true forgiveness. But how do you repay years and generations of hurt and confusion and chaos? You can't. You can't make that equal or fair. Likewise, you're never going to forget it happened, and you can't completely forgive all the ramifications of those actions. Maybe it is really a mercy thing. There needs to be as much payment made back as can be done and as much emotional healing as can be done, and then we just all have to agree to move forward. I feel like there's going to be more for us to reflect on on this topic in the in the weeks coming after the inauguration because I'm not going to pretend like I think anything good's going to happen in the next two weeks. I think that there's going to be a lot of a lot of stupid out there, and so. I think that there is definitely more room to continue discussion in there's going to be more topics to talk about. And I think that that's part of being human. I think that justice and forgiveness or justice and mercy are always going to be things that we struggle with as people from a social structure of this idea that justice can be brought about by the law and should be this a emotional thing that is just dealt to someone by a greater power of the law to like interpersonal relationships we're always going to have tension with people that we love and care about and people that we don't and there's always going to be this continuous effort towards figuring out the best way to be people in relationship with other people and in culture. And when that looks like justice, when that looks like forgiveness, when that looks like 
wearing a mask, when that looks like going out and voting, when that looks like different things, we're always going to have something to talk about on that. So I don't think that there is a solution. I don't think that there is a way to to wrap this up with a nice pretty bow. But I think that it's important to, to look at and, and evaluate what we think justice and forgiveness are as individuals, where we value them, and what we are teaching other generations and the world at large, what we believe. And since you said we couldn't put a pretty bow on it, I, I, I guess I'll, I'll just throw this one away. <laughs> I was ready with a heartfelt speech and everything, but that's okay. Well, I definitely think that we have more to discuss on this topic. And so we'll probably, uh, no promises, but we'll probably be back on this topic again in the next episode. Um, But with that said, we would love to hear uh, your thoughts, listeners, on this topic and maybe give us a little more direction on, on what positives and negatives you see injustice and forgiveness on a personal and on a social level um and if you want to interact with us you can do that at the cafe discourse at gmail.com but we would love to hear your thoughts so go ahead and send us those in an email if you are interested in getting your voice out there let us know your thoughts 